back to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I chat with small business owners where we discuss their journeys, their perspectives, their pieces of advice, and sometimes I do solo episodes. Now, with me today is Raul, the founder and owner of Heart Soul Heat. Raul is an entrepreneur who has had many businesses, but is now focused on selling his homemade ghost honey. In this episode, Raul shares a ton of advice based on lessons he's learned throughout his business journey, and he really helped shift my mindset through our conversation. You can find his ghost honey on Amazon and on his website, and he has graciously given our listeners 25% off his website when you use the code COFFEE. That's C-O-F-F-E-E. So use the code COFFEE to get 25% off Raul's ghost honey, and his website is heartsoulheat.com. I'll leave it in the description. Now, before we dive into our conversation, of course, I'd love if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcasts app and on Spotify. really helps others discover us and helps uh, further promote the small businesses that we have on the show. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the social medias. It's all at Virtual Coffee Podcast. And as always, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I know you'll enjoy and learn something. And don't forget to go to heartsoulheat.com for 25% off with the code COFFEE, C-O-F-F-E-E. Now let's hear from Raul. Welcome, Raul. Thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee. Oh, what a pleasure to be here. Good so morning. Looking, yes, good morning. <laughs> looking forward to our conversation. So kick us off. Introduce us to yourself, to your company, Heart Soul Heat. Just give us a glimpse into who you are and what your business is. Um, my name is Raul Benavides. I grew up in Chicago and uh, I live in Minneapolis. I come from a long line of entrepreneurs and creatives. Um, I went to art school for photography, and um, I spent 25 years as a kind of editorial portrait photographer. I used to work for magazines. I used to shoot film. It was such a beautiful thing. I had a dream when I was four of being a photographer, and I did my first internship when I was 16, and I lived my dream. It was wonderful. That whole world changed with digital, as all worlds change, and uh, the magazine world just basically got destroyed and became something mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And um, it left me uh, with, with new opportunities. I, I love uh, sometimes when doors close, especially when they close, uh, they close on you. Um, uh-huh. it, it, it forces you to be a, a different person or to have a mm-hmm. different dream. And um, I'm one of those people who um, my ego it never, never got caught up in a description like that I was a photographer or that I was something I've, I've always considered myself a um, creative and a, I'm interested in making things that, that weren't there yesterday. Um, that's kind of, in a certain way, the, the roots of my entrepreneurial spirit. You know, of course, my family is very entrepreneurial. But uh, after the world kind of changed in, in photography, I started a, um, a rental company called Flashlight. Uh, and I ran it for 10 years. I, I used to rent uh, lighting equipment for photographers mm, because I, nice. I knew that world very well. And everyone was traveling, but they weren't traveling with equipment because the budgets got cut for all the lighting we used to, we used to travel. You know, I traveled the world carrying around heavy Pelican cases, and that world <laughs> changed. Yeah, yeah. so I I, I, um, I ran that for 10 years, and it was wonderful, super successful. And then um, then I opened up a record store across the street 
from oh, wow. from my uh my rental house and uh that was fun uh i i've never really worked in a in a building before because i used to travel so much and the i kind of got burnt out from the four walls mm-hmm. and um yeah i went from that to um uh, wanting to do something super tactile and uh i started a bug farm <laughs> yeah so uh, i started a bug farm <laughs> and these bugs were um i used to these bugs are these very special bugs they have a mm-hmm. lot of protein and i would uh basically oven dry these bugs and sell them to chicken people backyard chicken people <laughs> it was wow. uh yeah it was one of those things that um it wasn't it wasn't what i needed but it was yeah. a step that i needed to get me out of where i was mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah and it failed i've had a lot of uh, beautiful failures and and yeah. they led they led me to something else that I couldn't have got there by myself. And uh, the pandemic happened, and um, I was uh, doing a lot of cooking. And um, I keep in the projects that I've been doing, I keep looking to find a way to get more reach because mm-hmm. the photography thing was very specialized, and it wasn't you know the photography world that I was in was commercial photography that was for magazines, which is very different than you know pe- portraits of people for personal use. Yeah. And um I've been my you know my journey is always trying to find more reach and trying to find a way to connect kind of with everyone. So um I had a dream about Hartzell Heat. The name came in to focus and uh, sort of you know visions of my grandfather. Yeah, I started kind of messing around in the kitchen and um I came up with this um uh, this my first product which is called Ghost Honey which is a uh, ghost pepper infused raw honey. And um, I launched that two years ago and it's been going well. I'm about to launch my second product, which is a a vegan uh, hot honey. Uh, Instead of honey, it uses uh, dates. Wow. Yeah. Dates and ghost peppers and a little bit of vinegar. This project is is incredibly humbling because Mm -hmm. it's so broad. And, uh, you know, it's so vulnerable, you know, the people's palates are all different and you can explain it as much as you want. And if they don't like it, they will let you know. And the world. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's, um, sure. yeah, it's, it's humbling, it, but it's, um, mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot of love, uh, a lot of people that are, that, that love my product and, um, a lot of, a lot of support in ways that are very different than the support mm-hmm. that I was used to. Yeah. Yeah, I love thank you for walking us through your journey. I love your ability to just pivot and learn a new skill set, dive into a new world. And we often talk about on this podcast, really understanding your why and what drives you. And if you stick to that, no matter what you're doing, you should be successful, right? Because success, according to each person should be fulfilling their why. So it sounds like to you, your why is being able to be creative, entrepreneurial, connecting with others, providing value to others. And you can see that through each of your businesses, right? Although they were very different, your why stayed the same, that you kept coming back to that creativity, that connecting with others. And I love that. I think that's beautiful. I love that single thread throughout your journey. And it's also yeah. too that, that these businesses are also tools of, of connection. Mm-hmm. You know, they are what they are and they do what they do. But at the end of the day, it's about it's about me learning and sharing my project with 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 other people. That That's what it's about. That's what I love. You know, yeah. I, I was so I love photography so much because I got to create these very intimate bonds with people 
that uh, I normally wouldn't have, that the camera was the excuse for us to get together. And yeah. uh, I kind of think that way about heart, soul, heat. It's amazing what happens when you make yourself vulnerable. I think that when you come from a place of authenticity or, a, you know, in a certain way, this project makes me so happy that people can feel that happiness and mm -hmm. that joy mm -hmm. and, and it gives them joy. It's kind of like a, a transferred energy of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure people can sense the authenticity that you're giving off, right? Because to your point, you love what you're doing and you love connecting and you love providing this awesome product to people and just creating a community. And I am sure folks can feel that and understand that and want to be a part of that community. That's wonderful. Are you, you know, throughout all your adventures, are you a type of person who's just constantly learning, wanting to discover something new, learn a new skill set? Or do you rather maybe get the idea for the business and then dive into that topic and just learn as you go? Like, what's your kind of approach to launching these different businesses and, and following your heart and brain and, and where your perhaps soul is telling you where to go? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a you know I have kind of a, a weird gift that I um I do my function very well in the vulnerability. Not mm, knowing mm -hmm. is is the actual romance for me. You know, I think about the Zen mind, beginner's mind. You know, mm -hmm. the, the the beginner has all the options, and the master has very few. Yeah. So I, my whole thing is, I just want to be a beginner again and again and again, and also too that I'm super comfortable with failure. I'm not trying to be super too comfortable that I, I bring it to me, you know, that I, that I, uh, uh, that I attract it, but, uh, I know that it's part of the process and I know that whatever product or project that I'm working on is just a step to the next project. You know, it's, it, I always, I kind of think of it like a, a love journey. Yeah. The, 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 what you thought love was when you were 20 is very different than what love is when you're 50. It, it, every day you, you're picking up this, emotional intelligence and if you're listening you know if you're listening if if, if um, that's what's so fun about having a project that I'm so in love with is that all of my feelers are going on I'm not a person mm -hmm. that really functions on I don't care or I want to make some money that, that doesn't yeah. that doesn't that doesn't attract the, the the beauty and spirit that I'm looking for mm -hmm. of course of course you need success of course all those things have to play into it but um if you're not in love with what you're doing, do something else. Life is so short, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I, I really love and appreciate that mindset. Often, I think my brain goes towards when I'm talking to business owners, such as yourself, my brain thinks, oh, how scary that must have been when you first started launching or going down the path of building this business. But you flip that and said how beautiful that is, how beautiful it is to not know and to have to learn and grow and be in that unknown. So I really like that flip of that mindset. It's not that different from, a, you know, your relationship with your partner or your relationship mm -hmm. with love, you know, how scary it is the the butterflies or, or the, yeah, basically, yeah. basically it's, it's also to the, the fear of rejection. I mean, we start these things and we know it, we know at any point that the universe could reject us, you know, the Amazon, people can rip us apart and, you know, whatever it's, it is, mm -hmm. the world is kind of wide open now. And we, I mean, I think that there's so many people who, um, who don't connect um, love and, and that energy to entrepreneurship because they're trying to protect themselves. And I get mm -hmm. it. And I understand it. Believe me. 
last thing I want to do is fail in front of my mom and my my wife yeah. and you know my kids, whatever. It's just it's, no one wants that. But it, it's it's the dance that makes the wind so beautiful. It's the journey, the the effort, that fear of failure, the excitement of growing. It all adds up into those beautiful moments along the way. Yeah, I love how you you describe that. I think that's also just great advice for anyone listening who is starting their business, is in the middle of of running their business, just to almost pause and enjoy the ride, right? Don't yeah. just be so focused on the end. But it's also true that that fear is mm-hmm. the moat. You know, mm-hmm. you know how the people talk about the moat. Like, what what is the thing that protects you from from competition or that protects you mm-hmm. from other people doing what you want to want to do the same thing? Is that they're scared? Doers do. Yeah. You know, shooters yeah. shoot. That's it. And and we're all scared, but we we have to find a way to dance with that vulnerability. That's right. what that's what makes us do it. You know. Yeah, it's recognized. Yeah, to your point, I think it's it's okay to have the fear. It's recognizing it and embracing it, like working with the fear rather than letting that fear hold you back. Yeah, but it's also that that part that you know they say that pressure builds diamonds. Sure, pressure yeah. makes diamonds. That's yeah. It's it isn't uh, if it's if it's too easy, then, then there's something wrong. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> or, or, yeah. Or, or, but it's also too that this entrepreneurial journey is different for everyone. And um, I think, you know, my I think about entrepreneurship through creativity. I'm interested in making something that wasn't there yesterday. Some mm-hmm. people use the same word uh, for being business owners, and they can do. People could do whatever you want. You know, uh, if you're selling someone else's widget, do it. That's not. You know, I'm not here to, to, to judge. Whoever, everyone does everything differently. But sure. I think about uh, my journey and 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 what I call the beautiful struggle mm-hmm. uh, of entrepreneurship is um, about creating something that wasn't there yesterday, yeah. about finding a way to use your platform to connect with other people. I love that. I'm I'm feeling a book forming, Raul. I think nope. you need to <laughs> hard no, hard pass on. No, on... no, no, no. It's all it's all a possibility. <laughs> awesome. I just, I feel it. I love that because it's, it is interesting how there really is no set like entrepreneurial guidebook. And it makes sense because to your point, it, it is different for everyone and everyone's journey is different. So there's it's just no, interesting. There's no, yeah, yeah. There's no guidebook on how, yeah. to make, how to make art or how to make love. Just, right. Right. If you're lucky enough to be a part of it, that's, that's the beauty right there. Yeah, exactly. Beautifully stated. Excellent. Well, diving back into Heart Soul Heat, tell us more about that honey that you sell. If, you know, just anyone listening who has no idea what that ghost honey is, just help us taste it a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, ghost honey, I mean, uh, the way I think about it too is ghost honey is, is so wonderful because it is a, it is a way of transforming kind of dull foods into something mm. very special. I love sweet heat combinations. Uh, and this ghost honey, this hot honey is so wonderful on pizza and fried chicken. Mm. Anything that has, I think of it kind of like uh, this texture. And especially, I always say like, like I, I have so many uh, fans that are like, are like, oh my God, you make, you make our cheap pizza, cheap, 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 <laughs> you know, like cheese pizza into something really beautiful. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah it, that's what it's about. You know? Yeah. Uh, I love the idea of like, you know, democratizing flavor, you know, it, that, that making it accessible to people. So it, it is a, um, 
I mean, people love it on ice cream. Uh, Ooh, you know, every yeah. day I get kind of, I get photos or different people using on so many different things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's that things that it, uh, it really jazzes up the doll, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it can be used in so many different ways. I have a client who uses the hot honey instead of sugar when he makes pizza dough. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it can be used as a sugar replacement. Yeah. There's just so many, so many different things that, that, that you can do with it. it I mean, at fried foods, of course, people use mm-hmm. it as a, people use it instead of ketchup for a dipping sauce. Yep. People use yep. it on, yeah, on ice cream, you know, fried chicken, any uh, fried, anything. People use it as a, a binder for ribs. So they'll put, the, they'll put the hot honey on and then they'll use the like rib rub on top. So it'll stick. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's delicious. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those, um, those things that can kind of, you know, you can use it as a sugar replacement, but it's kind of also a tool for creativity, you know? I love that. I love the, uh, I would never have thought to use it as that sugar replacement. Like you're saying in the pizza dough, that sounds really good. Yeah. yeah it all sounds absolutely delicious. I love honey. I love that, that kick. And to your point, that combination of kind of sweet and spicy, do you harvest your own honey? What's that? Process, no, like. I did at the beginning, but now okay. I've, I've scaled so much that I have a I have a broker that that, that buys nice. my honey. But I yeah. I basically we buy it from up it's upper uh, Midwest Iowa Wisconsin and Minnesota. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. So yeah, scaling. Yeah, so what what it was and what it is is very different. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure. And again, that's something that's always fascinating to me is when folks create you know their own products and, and sell them and once you do scale just learning that whole world of to your point like buying honey like that I'm sure that was brand new to you well, how did you navigate learning that even being able to ship the honey right I know that's a huge thing with shipping food any advice there or just how you navigated learning that along the way and I know it's step by step right it's kind of taking it day by day but any advice there for folks who are, you know, running their own business, looking at scaling? Yeah, I think some of it is is um, just because you're not at that place doesn't mean that you can't think about it. You know, mm-hmm. not overthink, but some some of it is like, you know, what what would it look like if the to, what happens if the, the Today Show gets a hold of your honey and talks about it, mm-hmm. and and now you all of a sudden you go from you know five sales a week to uh, you know fifty five hundred sales in an afternoon. Wow. Yeah. Um, what, you know, like in a certain way, I think it's also too, like you have to have the ability to punch up and mm-hmm. to dream, to dream up because we could all dream of, we could all be like, Oh, this is where we are. I think some of the times if you think about this is where we are, that's where you'll stay. Yeah. I mean, some of it is like, what, what does success look, look like and how can I prepare for that? Yes. Because yes. thinking about it and, and being philosophical about success is different than operations. Yeah. The operations part is a, it's tricky, but it's also too that you, if you don't have a, a grasp on it, it'll it'll eat you up. Yeah, I mean, success is also uh, it's double sided. You know, of course it's wonderful, but you you and you still have to execute. Yep. And I think the execution is its own dance and um, something that you you learn from doing. But it's also too that you can learn by paying attention and by trying to get things in place. Even mm-hmm. if you don't have the money or the business. Yeah, I like that advice there of preparing for the success because to your point, you can't just get too stuck in the moment because you need to have those 
goals or dreams right into the future. And you can't get too focused on the future either. You need to also still focus on the now. So kind of balancing that of being that realistic dreamer, preparing yourself for that success. And even if that success ends up looking different, those preparations likely will still be valuable for, for your business and whatever path you're going down. Yeah. I, yeah. I like that, that advice. Yeah. I also think it's kind of, um, this is, this is such an amazing time to mm -hmm. have a, a CPG brand, you know, a, a mm -hmm. consumer package brand or a consumer package good Shopify, you know, uh, Shopify, the website company. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it, it makes things so easy. Not that it's easy to get sales, but it's easy to get set up and it's easy to get started. And right. it's easy, it's easy to, to, to start paying attention. There's lots of amazing brand accelerator programs that are free. Mm -hmm. It's just, some of it is, it's, it's easy when you start to be over-focused on what you're doing and not being able to see ahead. There's a lot of partners and companies that are there to help you. If you have a clear vision of who you are and where you want to go. Yeah. I don't know. There's lots of marketplaces too. Uh, we're about to launch on um, this cool curated marketplace called The Fascination. And, uh, yeah. We just launched on uh, a little um, Minnesota brand called uh, Food and Beverly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So some of it is just um, trying to find like-minded partners, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And finding, finding that community and to your, like those new marketplaces, like I never even heard of those. Like that's, that's awesome that those are out there and um, just finding, finding your people to your point, yeah. those like, like-minded folks. Yeah. yeah I think, but I think some of it is that you got to, to find your people, you have to kind of get yourself out of the dirt and kind yes. of point toward the clowns a little bit and, and right. they're, there. they're there. There's so many, there's so, this is such a wonderful time to have a small business. Yeah. It is, um, it's, it's just inspiring for yeah. me. It's just like, I, I love, I love hearing about people's successes. You know, mm -hmm. so I, I, I love business podcasts in general because it, I'm so inspired by people, what people are doing. I know. And everyone has a, like truly a different story. You know, even every business owner I talk to on this podcast, even though we kind of have the same set of questions, it always goes a different way because everyone has their own story, their own perspectives, their own advice to share. It's, it is quite fascinating. Yeah. And I, I mean, for me, it's, it's just, it's all about my, it's the recipe for my happiness. Mm -hmm. you know, it, it is, yeah. it is, I, you know, I really only have like one gear, you know, and that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's freedom and, and creativity. Yeah. And uh, it's one of those things where like, takes people a long time, you know, but when you, when you get it, when you line up and you figure out what your purpose is and what makes you happy, that's it. It's kind of all done for you. Yeah. And then the rest of it is just live and fail and succeed and love and fail and succeed. It's all the same thing, you know, Yeah. Uh, kind of find a team of people who support what you're doing and mm -hmm. support the vision. Yeah. I love that. It, it just sounds like you're just consistently fueling your happiness and, it's just such a great way to think about it. I, I really like your perspective. I actually think it's kind of a unique one, which is interesting because I don't think it should be unique. <laughs> I think everyone should should want to be doing what they love and and finding happiness in what they love. So yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, but it, you know, it's it's also one of those things that's taken a lifetime. It didn't, sure. it didn't just sure. show up, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm ha It's the biggest thing too is that I'm so loved. You know, I'm in such mm -hmm. a wonderful relationship. It, it, it's it's all connected. It's, mm -hmm. um, I didn't know that when I was younger, you know, yeah, I, yeah. It, it just, it's, it's such a, a gift 
and I feel so humbled to to get to this point in my life that it's all clicking in. It's lovely. Just kind of going back to a logistical question. Yeah, so for yeah. those listening, uh, where, where are you able to ship your honey? I know I saw you were on Amazon, which is awesome. Congratulations on that. Um, or is it international shipping, just the United no, States? No, just, just in the U.S. Yeah, okay, just perfect. in the U.S. Yeah, uh, my website's called heartsoulheat.com. And uh, yeah, we yeah we ship direct there. We're on Amazon. Yeah, it's those um, those are kind of our main two distribution mm-hmm. points. Yeah, excellent. We're in, we're in, we're in a you know a handful of boutiques uh, boutique cool. stores yeah. across the country. No, that's awesome. And it is. I think you mentioned it is just you, right? As yeah, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So well, what I what I I you know in my businesses I've had so many employees and vehicles okay. and all these things, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Like my dream is to do this very differently. Mm-hmm. So all, all of my people who help me on, on whatever part, they're all freelancers, freelancers, or they're all performance people, mm-hmm. you know? So that's, that's the part that I love because it gives me back my freedom. And, yeah. um, you know, we can have three weeks of production and two weeks of marketing. For me, it's just about being pliable and yeah. uh, about yeah. also about setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want to be the person I was when I was younger. Where I would work twelve mm-hmm. and fourteen hours all the time, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm so excited to come home. You know, I'm so loved, and I'm just so giddy to come home, and to kind of create that space for me. I had to create these these boundaries. I'm doing mm-hmm. this. This is this week. I can take calls on Mondays. These things are available, and and it's just uh, that structure. It helps me be mentally loose. So I'm not running yeah. and chasing after every email and phone call and meeting I didn't take or mm-hmm. feel guilty or bad about anything. What is your, I, I'm, it sounds like your day-to-day changes, right? It's not necessarily consistent, but it also sounds like you work with potentially freelancers, but what's your day-to-day like? Like, are you bottling the honey? Are you actually in the kitchen? Like what's no, kind no, of no. the behind I, the I, scenes? Yeah, at this point, it's all a, a co-packer. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. So, so what I, so that there's the co-packer and then there's what all, you know, all of the pallets of product. My day-to-day is kind of like um, a little, a little bit different. I I try to, like I said, I try to structure uh, like a week of marketing. So I'm in the zone of, of talking to people. Right now I'm looking for a social media manager. Okay. Um, So just, just sort of like having effort, efforts toward marketing, whether it's Mm -hmm. meetings and then on Mondays, usually I try to take uh, open to calls or meetings with other people, uh, collaborators, you know, and then I'll, I'll, just, I'll kind of go in the cycle, deal yeah. with the product, uh, deal with it, make sure it gets into the right spot, uh, deal with vendors uh, on certain days, deal with marketing, and then kind of just keep it all going and try to, you know, have some space for grace and connection. The, the thing that, um, that really excites me now is that um, I'm interested in using uh, Heart Soul Heat as a platform for philanthropy. Not, I'm not interested in getting into the hot sauce, hot sauces that so it's very flooded. Uh, mm-hmm. How many hot sauce companies there are, but I am interested in finding creatives or chefs or musicians to create a hot sauce sauce like product and um, have a limited run and have like every dollar mm. go to like um, No Kid Hungry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm interested in inner city arts programs, you know, so uh, I'm just trying to find a way and it's not, it's not always easy, but I'm trying to find a, a couple of chefs or creatives to do a sauce so that we can give it away 
and you know, yeah. trying to connect the the public good into something that I really love. Mm-hmm. I really like your definition of success and scaling because just reflecting on on what you've been speaking about, like it is still just you in in Heart Soul Heat, and you're. It doesn't sound like your dream is to have 50 employees, you know, with, with heart, soul, heat, if that's how, if that's the way it goes, then I don't think you'd be opposed to that. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it just sounds like success to you is, is being able to give back, building that community. And it's less on the numbers. I I do find some, some folks are just so focused on that, right? Like we want to expand to a hundred employees and yada, 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 these X, Y, Z success metrics, but you are just coming back to like, now I want to give back. I want to use this brand to contribute back to the community. It It's just a very different perspective, honestly. And I really appreciate it. It's very authentic. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that people talk about the numbers and stuff because they don't have anything else to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that what I learned and what I know is that the smaller my company is, the more nimble we are. Yeah. And the faster that we can innovate and make cool yeah. shit. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I want to do cool shit with cool people. All, mm-hmm. I, all that makes, you know, there's this, this thing about, um, do you know, um, Yoganando? No, the, I, I don't. Auto, it's a book called the, um, autobiography of a Yogi. Okay. Uh, in this, this quote, uh, you know, that, uh, God is imagination itself. All mm-hmm. I care about is, is, is finding more space in the pocket to be creative and to yeah. connect with people. Yeah. And, and so that's, that's kind of it. And then how, how it happens in real life is something a little bit different. You know, of course we're using this vehicle of right now it's spicy honey, but it could, it could kind right. of be any, anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I always think like literally heart, soul, heat is the thing. I am the heart, the soul and the heat. Like yeah. that is it, yeah. you know, um, there's, there's no reason why we couldn't do a heart, soul, heat music festival. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or anything else. Uh, it, it, it is, the more nimble we are and the more success that Heart Soul Heat gains, the more we'll able to be able to make change. And, and also to make fun, you know, to bring the fun back and connect with, connect with interesting people. It's very inspiring. Even just through this conversation, it's helping me, even with virtual coffee, like get out of my mindset of the numbers, the followers, the listens, the views, and just go back to why I started it and, and the heart of it and my personal why it, it's just very inspiring hearing, yeah, hearing you, you be so yeah. passionate about well, it's that. Also, it's, yeah. a, it's about the joy. Yeah. That's the yeah. Thing. It's about the joy, the joy, yeah. the joy, the joy, the joy, you know, it's, that's what kind of makes you wake up and that's what makes mm-hmm. you want to connect with people. And it, yeah. it is at the end of the day, if you're making a, a, a food product, especially it's about giving, of course you, you put something that you made in somebody else's mouth. It is crazy vulnerable. That's what makes it good. Yeah. That's what makes it fun. And um, there's so many, there's so many, everyone eats and there's so many chances to connect. And I'm really interested in connecting with other brands. You know, I would love to do some, I would love to do a collab with like Nugs. I mean, I think it's just about, yeah, it's about being nimble and also, you know, being humble. I love where, where you're hoping to take the business and where you are taking the business and Love that that vegan honey that sounds like it's launching soon. What a yeah. cool solution. Are there many? I feel like there aren't even that many vegan honeys out there. Is that true? Or No, well, there is. I don't think there I haven't seen any vegan hot honeys. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think um, 
what I love about the the vegan honey, vegan hot honey, which is mm-hmm. dates, uh, ghost peppers, and vinegar, is that it is a vegan hot honey, but the flavor is so different that mm. I think that people who love our ghost honey will love our vegan honey. Oh, I'm because sure. It, because it, it, it is still sweet heat, mm-hmm. but it adds this depth that if you, you don't have a good relationship with dates, it'll open, it, it'll open up your flavor channels. Mm-hmm. Was that just a kitchen? I, again, I don't want you to give away your, your recipe or anything, but was that a kitchen experiment that you were just working on, playing with on your own? Yeah, I just, I, yeah, nice. basically, yeah. I mean, it yeah. always, I, I mean, yeah, it all, it all is a playing with something. Yeah, but, yeah. So I always think sometimes like a, a good idea is two half ideas that aren't that good by themselves and you mm-hmm. hit them together and they make a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. No, I'm looking forward to that. That's, yeah, like I said, I've just never really heard of a vegan honey before and I love that you solve for that. I, that that's awesome. Very yeah. innovative. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, with, running your business and how you've kind of learned to set those boundaries because you do want to enjoy going home at the end of the day, right? You don't want to be doing late nights, early mornings. Any advice from all your your businesses that you've run of how to balance that? Balance is such the wrong word. I don't like using that word in this context, but just how how to set those boundaries rather. Any like pieces of advice that come to mind for those who might be struggling with that and just can't put the work down. Yeah. I mean, I think that we also, we go through different, like different cycles in our life mm-hmm. and, and maybe, and also to maybe not put, don't put the work down. I mean, sometimes stuff needs to get done. Yeah. And uh, it, if it doesn't overlap and hurt your personal life, you know, if you're 20, 20 uh, ish and, and you don't have a lot of uh, domestic responsibilities, you know, to a partner or a dog <laughs> or something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do it, just do it. It's yeah. all, you know, it, if you feel inspired to, to do the work, do it. You know, if you have a, if you're lucky enough to have a, a partner who isn't, you know, that you can communicate with and, and who supports you, do it, do it. I, there's uh, whatever, I mean, my, my biggest fear is not doing it. Work-life balance, of course, the, we, we all, we, of course, we need to go to the gym. We need to get into the sauna. We need to, we need to drink and eat good things to just keep all of this machine called humanity going but if if you have the chance in the wrong way to go for it hit the gas you know I mean, if, if yeah. you are if you are in a in a you have a couple kids and it's not you don't have all the support in the world and maybe you need to find a different balance sure. but if, if you're lucky enough to have that support just yeah. yeah wow thank you for expanding my mindset Raul I you're helping me not think so in extremes of like either you have a work-life balance or you don't or you have to or you shouldn't like just thank you for expanding my mindset here this was a very eye-opening conversation and I appreciate you sharing your knowledge with with our audience here you're welcome excellent yeah it, we're all we're all different you know and we all, yeah. we, all get, we all get to roll our own you know we, mm-hmm. we, we are in charge of, of, of us and um if, if, yeah. if we're lucky enough to have the the space and support what a blessing. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, my my last question for you is, and I end this every episode with this, is what is your proudest accomplishment so far? And it can just be kind of that first thing that comes to mind. Doesn't have to be related to anything business-wise, just proudest accomplishment so far. What's kind of that first thing that comes to mind? 
Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a hard one. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know what it, what it is? It, 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 my, my proudest accomplishment is, you know, kind of my current accomplishment, you know, it, mm-hmm. my, and that being that getting the chance for another at bat. My proudest accomplishment is uh, getting beat and losing it all and being able to be the Phoenix. I, I just want another chance at bat. You know, that, that's, what, that's what I care about. I, I'm, I'm not really a person that measures the, the hits or the strikes or the home runs. Yeah. I just want another chance at bat. I just want to, <laughs> not, I want to, I want to be in front of creativity again. So that's, that's my, my proudest accomplishment is, is, in a certain way, longing for that. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in the middle of, of, of the battle is one thing. In defeat is something totally different. You know, yeah. when, when you fail... You just want to close it all up, your mm-hmm. heart, your everything. And my proudest accomplishment is, is, is the, the gift of either, either wanting or having another opportunity to uh, express myself, to create something that wasn't there yesterday. Yeah. And, and, and maybe, you know what? My proudest accomplishment is to be able to fail again. Wow, I, I love that. And yeah, congratulations on everything you've, you've accomplished so far and just your whole your whole journey so far. I look forward to just continuing to watch you succeed and grow and explore those successes and next areas of opportunity. Um, and before we we sign off here, where can people find you in Heart Soul Heat? Of course, please shout out any anything you'd like to shout out. Yes, yeah, so our you know big channel is uh our, is Instagram. I, I mean, I love Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Heart Soul Heat on Instagram. Uh, HeartSoulHeat.com is our website. Uh, Amazon. Uh, I think like amazon.com slash heart so heat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are our channels. And um, yeah, I'm, our, my DMs are open. I'm always interested in talking to entrepreneurs or people who are interested in starting and doing new things. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Raul, again, for coming on Virtual Coffee and sharing your knowledge, perspectives, your journey. We, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to share it. 